Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And, uh, well, I should probably come up with a new start to the podcast. I feel like it's the same thing every single time, but whatever. Hopefully, uh, it goes by quickly so you can actually get to the meat of the podcast. Um, Anyway, what I wanted to talk about in this episode is being thoughtful about the words that are actually coming out of your mouth when you're talking. And this, I don't know how this is going to land, at least initially, but I want to use an example recently where I went out of town and I was working with a rep who was relatively new and I witnessed firsthand somebody that had no idea the words that were coming out of their mouth, the volume that they were coming out in, and just not being observant and considerate of how they're acting and handling themselves in front of the the customer, in front of the doctors. And so I don't know how relevant this is going to be for everybody on the podcast, but if you are a medical sales rep or if you're a young rep, uh, hopefully this will be interesting. Uh, But I also kind of want to go down the path of how do you train your brain to say the things that you want to say in real time? (laughs) Like, like I feel like I got to start this podcast with, um, a while back I, I did a podcast on uh, not having free will in sales. And so I don't, I don't know if you guys listen to that podcast. It, it's not going to be vital that you listen to that one to understand this one. Here's the thing. When I'm doing a podcast episode, like I don't actually know the words that are going to come out of my mouth. Like I, I, I literally in real time <laughs> at, at some very real level, am surprised at the words that I'm going to end the sentence with. <laughs> like, 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 where do those words come from? You know, it just, it, like, it, it happens. You know, before before I started this podcast episode, I'm like, I'm going through all the things that I wanted to talk about. I'm thinking about all the, the topics and the things I want to hit on. And so I'm, I'm spending time in my mind playing through, you know, all the different things that I can touch on in this podcast episode. But I can tell you with 100% certainty to like as I'm talking to you right this second, there's no guideline, there's no map for the words that just came out of my mouth up to this point. And I can't honestly tell you what the next sentence is going to be. Like that is the reality that we live in as human beings. Like regardless of what you believe on a higher higher power, higher level, where we came from, what we're doing here, like regardless of any of that, I think if you actually are a little bit introspective, you're going to realize that like I, at some level I'm authoring the words that are coming out of my mouth, but at the same time in real time, I'm not like in real time, something somewhere in my brain, the, the computer code that's in my brain is transcribing in voice what, whatever my brain wants to say. And hopefully it comes out as a coherent thought, right? But I don't know the things that are going to come out of my mouth next. And so that's why at a very... You've got to 
understand and appreciate that. And you've got to be a little bit introspective and thoughtful about that. Like when you start talking to somebody, realize that you're not preemptively figuring out and in practicing and, you know, you don't get a do-over or a mulligan when you're actually talking with somebody. It's not like you get to say, I'm going to say this next sentence. Oh no, I should change this word. I should change that word. And then now the sentence comes out of your mouth. It's like, it all happens in real time. And that's why when I say you've got to practice and when I, I don't say you've got to practice, I recommend you practice what you're going to say and you train yourself on what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. The reason I do that at a very fundamental level is not because like um, some coach like, oh, you got to work hard, you got to train. Like if you actually understood and appreciated that at a very fundamental level, you and I and everybody else, it's almost as though we're not really authoring the thoughts and the words that we're saying. We're just like, like our mouth is moving and words are coming out of our mouth, but it's all based on whatever your brain is going to make come out of your mouth at that point. And so it's, I, I literally think of it as a computer code that has been written. And then when you're in the situation and you're having an interaction with somebody or you're in, you know, surgery or in a clinic talking to a doctor, what comes out of your mouth is just a byproduct of the, of the computer code essentially that has been written into your brain about this is how I say things. This is what I sound like when I talk. These are the words that I generally use. And then those words manifest themselves. And some people have, are able to think on their feet quickly and, you know, they're able to, to talk pretty well and things come out smoothly. Other people struggle in those environments. They don't know how to say things quickly. They can't think on their feet as quickly. They don't, uh, the words don't flow out of their mouth as smoothly as they do for other people. The reason why I think you've got to sit there and video yourself talking or you do something like this, audio talking, is because what you're trying to do is rewrite your code in your brain to say the things that you want to say. Because in real time, the only thing that's going to come out of your mouth is whatever you've written into your code prior. Or else you're just hoping and wishing and praying and rolling dice that something productive is going to come out of your mouth in that real time, right? Let me give you let me give you an example that I was started this with to kind of bring it home for you. So if I was out of town helping this young rep, relatively young rep, not like age young yet. He's actually essentially the same age as me. He just hasn't been doing this very long. I think he's only been doing this for two or three, maybe four months at the most. And so I was helping him out and we've got a product that has a number of different functionalities to it. So you use it in arthroscopic surgery and it can do a number of different things. Well, this is this was the first time the doctor was using this product. And so what we're trying to do essentially when he's, when any doctor is using the product for the first time is we want them to use as much of the product as they can. Meaning that, Hey, try this and try that and use this and use that because you're trying to, you want them to use essentially every feature or benefit of the product that they can to figure out what it is that they really like, because that might be the reason why you're going to be able to get and retain that business. You know, they're like, uh, eh, this part of the, you know, the, the device does this and that's not that important to me. Oh, but it does this. Oh, that's great. I actually would use that all the time. You know, so you're trying to get the doctor to test out at length, pretty much everything that your product can do so that they can realize in real time and make a judgment call like, yeah, this would or would not help me long term. That's going to be how you're going to be able to 
get that business and, and retain it. So anyway, that's what that was the situation we were in where we wanted this doctor to try out multiple functionalities of the product. And so he, we did the first case with this doctor. And then I'm talking to the rep between surgeries. And I'm like, hey, you know, what we want to do is get the doctor to try this in the next case, because this is actually a key benefit that I think gets overlooked. But if he tries it, I think he's going to be like, wow, that's actually really useful. That's nice. I like that. And the guy's like, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. Okay, cool. So that's the scenario. We're at the scrub sink before he walks into his second procedure. And this rep says, hey, doc, what I want you to do in this next case is I want you to try this other functionality. Out of... And I'm like, uh, what just came out of your mouth? And this may, I mean, I don't know if you guys caught what I just said there, because I essentially tried to reiterate it as accurately as I could. And if you didn't catch it, I'll reiterate it again, or I'll repeat it again. He said, what I want you to do in this next case is I want you to try out, and then he described the other benefit of the product. You've got to understand that, like, maybe it's just me, but I, I don't think so. My ear is trained, or I've trained my ear enough, or I've done this enough to realize that you just said, what I want you to do in this next case, doctor, is this. And the way that that like, those are the words, and the way I hear that is, who in the hell are you? You're a rep that's been working for, like, three months. Why are you telling me what I want you to do in this case is this? Like, I'm the doctor here. Know your role. That's, that's what I'm talking about when I say, you've got, like, like, the code in his brain. I guarantee you, if this person had more time to think through, yeah, I probably wouldn't say it that way if I could do it over again. I think most people, if you're, if you're hearing that and you're like, hey, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah, I know. I know. And this guy would probably say the same thing. He would probably say, yeah, I probably should have used different words. Hey, doc, this, this device that we have also has the capability of doing this. You know, in this next procedure, if, you, if you're encountering a situation, I'd love for you to try that part of it because I think you'd actually like the fact that this product can do this. That sounds a hell of a lot different than what I want you to do in this next procedure is this. And it's like, dude, who are you? Know your role. Okay. So that's why, hopefully that kind of paints the picture for you. That's why in real time, if you haven't figured out how to rewrite your code so that the way that you naturally speak, it comes out well, you're going to say things like that, that, and the doctor didn't put him in a, in his place at that time, but I know for a fact, I have doctors that I've worked with that I'm pretty good friends with who would have kicked him out of the OR for that. They would have been like, uh, I'm sorry, who are you? What are you telling me to do? Like, I'm the doctor. You've been doing this for three months. I've been in practice for 15 years. And you're going to walk in here and tell me, hey, what I want you to do in this. Like, no, 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 no. That's not how this goes. Okay. I know doctors that would give him that feedback, like in real time and say, uh, get the hell out of here. What I'm saying to you is it, you, the reason why I advocate for training what you're going to say and is not just like in the only moment that I'm, you know, I'm not just saying you've got to perfect your pitch. What I'm really trying to communicate is that you're trying to rewrite the code in your brain 
so that when you're speaking in real time, the words come out the way that you want them to, that sound good, that don't piss people off, that don't sound, uh, I don't know, negative or certainly don't have the edge to them that they typically would. Like, I guarantee you this rep in, in real time, he didn't know what he was authoring out of his own mouth. Like, and he probably, you know, at least didn't appear to hear it come out of his mouth and make any adjustments to it. <laughs> like, like he didn't say, well, I don't mean, I don't mean what I want you to do. I would like you if you would be so kind to try this, <laughs> you know, like he didn't, he didn't make the adjustments there. So my assumption is he didn't even recognize that he's, he essentially, the way that that sounded would have sounded and did sound to the doctor is like, uh, I'm sorry, who are you? So that's why, you know, that's why hopefully this coming full circle is you need to rewrite the code in your brain so that the words that are going to come out of your mouth in real time are going to come out in a way that you are satisfied with that sound good, that don't piss people off, that like, that is more important than you realize. Like communication between people is almost everything that's important in life. Your ability to communicate well with people is probably the most important skill you can ever develop in your entire life, be it in your relationships, in your work, with your kids, whatever it is. Your ability to communicate well and get the words to come out of your mouth that you want to come out of your mouth, that doesn't happen just in, like, I don't know the, I'm not, I can't author the next words, the next sentence that are going to come out of my mouth, but I have pretty high confidence that it's actually going to sound pretty good. Why? Because I've done this. I've done freaking like 75 podcasts. I've done hours of talking about this. I've done, you know, years of medical sales training. I've done, you know, well, not medical sales training, years of medical sales experience. I've done a lot of cold calling. I've done a lot of sales presentations. That's why I have confidence that the words that are going to come out of my mouth are going to be relatively productive, hopefully insightful, actually sound good. Hopefully I can create a coherent thought. That's how I think about this. You know, it's, um, I really think that you should think about your own brain that way too. You want to rewrite the code in your downtime. Like what are the chances? Let's just hypothetically say, let's just take my example as real life fact. Just try it on for size. Uh, this will be a good thought experiment. Let's just say that we're, we're essentially just animals and we're robots and we have this code written into us. And the only thing that's going to come out of our mouth is going to be based on the code that's written in that our brain just spews out of our mouth. And those are the words that you verbalize. Okay. What are the chances that if you've never actually made alterations, productive alterations to that code, you've never actually gone back and changed the source code there. You haven't changed the way that you say things that in real time, everything's going to come out the way you want it to. Like you can't, you're not writing the code as you're speaking. Everything that that's going to come out of your mouth is already in some respects predetermined based on whatever consistent way you've talked your entire life. And you're not, you haven't spent the time to rewrite that code and redesign the way that you, the adjectives that you use and the verbs you use and the emphasis that you use and the speed that you talk. You've never actually taken any objective time to say, hmm, I should probably get better at talking. <laughs> like, I should probably be more thoughtful about the words that come out of my mouth. Because in real time, I can't make those adjustments in real time. Like, it's, whatever's going to come out of my mouth, 
whatever is going to come out of my mouth is going to come out of my mouth. And it's going to be based on everything that happened prior to me, everything that I've just had, you know, my natural DNA and the code that's written in. What I'm trying to do is rewrite that in my downtime. You know, I was, it, I don't know if this is a perfect analogy, but I, I just always think about Elon Musk, or I've been on an Elon Musk kick recently where he was talking about in his first business, he and his brother, they had like this online, I don't think it was PayPal. It might've been PayPal, but I think there was something before that business that he and his brother were doing. He's like, the website would be up during the day and then I would be coding at night. Meaning that when people are awake, the website that he had is up and running. And then in the downtime, when it's nighttime, the website, he would take the website down and then he would rewrite code and try to improve it each night. That is the idea behind training what you're going to say. That's the idea behind practicing the words that are going to come out of your mouth and training to make sure that you don't say, hey, doc, what I want you to do in this procedure, because I'm the rep and I know what, what you should be doing and I'm really smart and like, that's how it sounds. You want to retrain that, but you're not going to be able to retrain in real time. You're like the words are just, you're just going to vomit up whatever the source code is in your brain is telling you. So that's why, and that's how I think about that. Um, the other, the other piece of that, uh, cause that wasn't the only situation that happened. He and I were in the operating room and what happened is this doctor's in there operating and he leans over and with a volume that is way too loud, like way too loud, meaning that pretty much everybody in the OR probably heard what was happening and what was being said. He's like, can you believe it? You know, they're, they're, I forget exactly how he said it. Something to the effect of, can you believe how crazy they are about the price? Like, have you ever heard of a product being better that's also cheaper? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, quote, unquote, quote, unquote. That's, that's more or less exactly the words that came out of his mouth. Pretty close. It's like, uh, what are you doing? You and I are standing in the operating room. 10 feet away from the doctor. And you're saying, yeah, I can't believe they think that they would pay less for a product that's better. Like, that's crazy. That, that doesn't even exist. That's not a real thing. Like, like, why are you saying that in the operating room to me? And also at a volume that everybody in the OR can hear you. I'm like, dude, shut up. What are you doing? Stop talking like that. That is another thing. Like, He's never changed his source code. He's never thought about like, hmm, I should probably make sure that when I'm in the operating room with a doctor, that I'm not talking way too freaking loud so that everybody hears me, especially if I'm talking about the price of my product or how I'm trying to negotiate it or anything like that. Like, not only are you talking about those things in the operating room, like, like save it for the locker room or when we go outside later and B, the volume, like have some volume control there, guy. Like, what do you like, the whole room can hear what you're saying? Like, clearly. So anyway, that is, that's kind of the, uh, that's my thought process there. And so, you know, hopefully if you're, if anybody is still entertained or listening to this podcast, I'd probably be shocked. But if you are, and you're a rep, that's why you got to like practice what you're going to, your ability to communicate well with your customers, the doctors, the staff, staff members, things like that. The way you say things and how, how things come out of your mouth and the way they're heard and recepted by the people that are standing there is going to be essentially make or break on your career long-term. Like, yeah, okay, you got to be selling a good product and all that. I understand that. I'm not totally ignorant to that fact. What I'm saying is out of the things that you can control, 
your ability to communicate well with the people that you work with, like there isn't anything more important than that. And if you're trying to get hired in an interview or you're interviewing, your ability to communicate well with the person that can hire you is of utmost importance. Like there is nothing else. So work on your source code, figure out what you're going to say, practice saying things differently. When you like keep your ears open when you're talking, when you're talking and words come out of your mouth and it's like, ah, whoa, that probably didn't sound right. Like take that opportunity. And I'm not saying like in work or in, in the uh, interview, I'm saying like when you're at home with your friends or your family or your girlfriend or your wife or your whatever, when you, when you're talking just a normal conversation, listen to the words that come out of your own mouth and then figure out how to make those adjustments in your downtime. You know, like, uh, actually I I wouldn't say that. I would say it this way. Like use that opportunity to rewrite the code in your brain so that hopefully, you know, you do that enough times. Now it's just second nature that the words that your brain is going to author are going to do, are going to be the words that you want authored instead of just, well, I'm stuck with it. Like my brain just, my brain is what it is. And it's just only going to talk this way forever because it's DNA and da, 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 and I'm, you know, like, come on, come on, put in some effort on that. You can, you can rewrite it. It just takes effort and it takes real legitimate concentration, but that could be the difference maker for you. So anyway, hopefully that's, you probably haven't thought about it that way before, but that is honestly how I think about things. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. If you guys are still listening, wow. (laughs) Appreciate that. Anyway, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.